This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 867. When Grammar Matters 5, the future is bright. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band 7, 8, and 9 success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Are you wasting time studying complicated future verb tenses? When it comes to the IELTS exam, you don't need these. Today, we teach you the only rules you need to know when speaking or writing about the future on IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? It's going great. It is like in the 70s here. It's so nice. We, <coughs> excuse me, we ran outside this morning in shorts and t-shirts. And so that's, you know, that feels amazing. What about you? It's so funny to me when people like, because the weather, that's how the weather is always here. Year oh, round. Right. <laughs> well, in the summer, it gets super hot and crazy. But so, but it is funny how much weather affects your mood and how you're feeling. Like, how's oh it going? Oh, my gosh. Let me talk about the weather. <laughs> oh, my gosh, for sure. Um, and you know what, guys? So we are going to get to very important grammar today about future tenses and the only rules you need for IELTS. Um, but I'm just letting you know that when we do have little weather discussions here at the beginning, they are useful because you could be asked about the weather in speaking part one. Definitely. That comes up a lot. And I mean, just your normal conversations with people. It's crazy how often the weather comes up, right? So think about it when you're chatting with anyone in English and use that to prepare for IELTS because there's a good chance you'll get asked about it. Definitely. Yeah, totally. Well, today um, we're bringing you another grammar episode. Part five. Yes. Part five. This is so exciting, you guys. These episodes are so useful. Now, let us remind you why we're talking about grammar, because usually we say, you guys, don't spend time on grammar. Spend time on the other categories if you want to be smart about preparing for IELTS. So why are we like switching tracks here and talking about grammar? Well, we want you to know what grammar is important. We're only focusing on the most important things to know for the IELTS exam so that you can get these down, just a few major things, and don't worry about all the rest of it, right? Exactly, exactly. Because, guys... Let me know if you are feeling this way. Perhaps you are trying to prepare for IELTS and you're getting lost in the billions of websites out there. You think your grammar is bad, so you're reading all these grammar sites and doing worksheets, and basically, it's confusing. And we're going to tell you today that a lot of this grammar stuff that you see in textbooks regarding the future tenses 
is not correct. And it doesn't matter for IELTS, guys. Yeah, it's a exactly. waste of time. So we don't want you guys to waste your time solving the wrong problems, right? I mean, this is our whole motto behind our course, Three Keys IELTS. Simplify, practice, succeed, right? Know exactly what to do with your time to raise your scores immediately. And don't waste your time on stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. You you spent like a, so many hours examining. How many hours did you spend examining? Yeah, you I, guess? Just, I just calculated it, guys. So like <laughs> um, I would say like my best estimate is almost 5,000 hours doing IELTS exams. That's and that, lot. you know, it was, I'm glad I quit when I did because that's enough of that. But still, 5,000 hours, guys. So I can tell you exactly what we need to hear, what we want to hear, what matters for your score, and what doesn't matter for your score. Um, right. You so, know what okay. doesn't come up, like with future tense, that's what we're going to talk about today. What just doesn't come up on IELTS, what you should not be spending your time on, because that's a lot of hours. You have a very good idea what we should be focusing on. <laughs> so many IELTS hours, guys. Um, okay. But first of all, today we want to announce the winner of our recent review contest. The winner is, drumroll, <laughs> DJ Names from Boo. Bhutan. So let me read his review real fast. He said, deserves five stars. Thank you very much, DJ Names. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, he said, first of all, you guys are doing such a great job. I am an IELTS student from Bhutan in Asia and listening to your podcast every single day. Your podcast and the app, All Ears English, deserve better ratings. Yeah, we just need more ratings, guys. Yeah. Um, so he said, kudos to all the team. So DJ Names, Thank you so much for leaving us a review and email me and we can set you up for that free level check because you are the review winner. So email me, Jessica, at allearsenglish.com. All right, Aubrey, let's get to these rules. So why are we talking about the future tenses today? Okay, so this does come up on IELTS. You are likely going to have to talk about or write about the future but the thing is, in English, future tense is very complicated. If you rely on a textbook or grammar websites to learn future, you are going to waste a lot of time. They're going to teach you four future verb tenses as well as two present tenses that can be used for the future. Yeah. And, yeah, and for the IELTS <laughs> exam, you don't need to know all of that. You are not going to use all of that. So we are going to tell you today what you should focus on. Yeah. I mean, one of the big messages today, guys, is that we cannot waste time trying to do exactly what textbooks tell us. Because you know what? That's not how we really speak. And the examiner does not care if you are using will or going to. Because natives, guys, we use those two phrases completely interchangeably, okay? And if you try and go by what the textbook says, like will is for this type of decision and going to is if you already planned it or whatever, whatever, first of all, you're wasting a ton of time memorizing rules that don't matter. And second of all, this is going to slow you down when you speak and it's going to ruin your fluency because you're going to like be answering a question about your future plans and you're going to stop and you're going to be like, Next year, I will. No, I mean, I'm going to. No. And then it's going to just ruin your fluency. And again, at the end of the day, it does not matter. Both are correct. Exactly. Right. And this will come up on IELTS. 
um, like the speaking exam, anytime a question asks about the future. Yeah. And, but just like Jessica said, you can use will or am going to. Like if you're asked, do you think cities will be safer in the future? Whether you say, I think they will, or cities are going to be. Both are perfect. Don't They're worry about which totally one. totally yep. correct. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, um, I think this is really useful as regarding speaking, more speaking part one and part three, because speaking part two is normally like describe a past experience or whatever. Um, but this also comes up in writing, like especially task one. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. Often with the general task one, if there's a letter, the bullet point might ask about the future. For example, tell your friend what you will do together during the visit, right? And you have got to answer that bullet point by using the future tense. Exactly, exactly. So I think the most important thing is for you guys to notice the tense and the situation, right? Like, Okay, this is about the future because the only mistake I could see students making here is thinking it's like just reading it too fast and describing like a past visit or whatever, right? So yeah. realize it's in the future and then interchangeably doesn't matter. You can use will or going to, right? Um, but I think there's a very native way that we could replace using will or going to to talk about future plans. What am I talking about here, Aubrey? I actually have no idea. (laughs) 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 So guys, um, using the present continuous. Now, this is something that natives do a lot. And I know this is mentioned in some textbooks. But it's not focused on, I feel like. And it really sounds so native and natural if you guys are going to talk about future plans using present continuous. Because natives do this a lot, right? Especially like more immediate future plans, you know, like this week, this weekend, something happening tomorrow. We're staying at home and then we're staying at home more. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Right now we're watching a movie and then we're eating more food. Yep, and then later Um, we're eating. (laughs) But guys, so like on in the task one letter, right? If you're describing um, future plans, which could uh, be asked of you, um, uh, very uh, the immediate future, as I said, so very soon, but also on the speaking test, right? Because I have seen speaking part one questions like, do you have plans? for the weekend. Um, And answering this using present continuous would sound so native and natural. So like, for example, you could be like, um, well, tomorrow I'm uh, working in the garden with my mom. And then after that, I'm playing soccer with my friends. Now, no will, no going to. And it sounds so natural just to describe it in present continuous. Yeah, that's a really good point. Natives do that all the time. And part one, that's such a good way to have that variety of tone to sound more, a little more casual, a little more informal. Um, because yeah, we don't always say, I am going to work in the garden. We, we say when it will be in the future tomorrow, I'm working in the garden. And then academic yeah. task one, too. If there's a graph. Yeah or a chart that shows predicted future info. For example, um, the quantities of cereal purchased in different countries from 2010 to the present, and then predictions through 2035. You're going to need to write about the prediction from now to 2035 using the future tense. Just use will, going to, either would work. 
Yeah, totally. And again, like we don't want to be repetitive, right? So it's nice that we can use either will or going to, but then you could also replace it with cooler phrases like is predicted to or is forecast to. Um, All of this stuff, guys, is going to be in the blog. I think especially for these grammar episodes, guys, come back to the blog because Aubrey is putting extra grammar exercises that you can use to practice this stuff in there as well. So go to All Ears English com slash IELTS, and this is episode 867. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay, so, you know, guys, we could take the time right now to actually go through whatever rules that you learn regarding will and going to, but you know what? We're not going to because that is a waste of time, you guys. You don't need to know these rules. They don't matter. They're not real, okay? So let's get into more examples of when exactly you guys should use the present, sorry, the future tenses (laughs) on IELTS. So let's do an example. We talked about speaking part one, like what are your plans for the weekend, right? Using present continuous for that. But I think that's kind of an informal, right? Like relaxed way to answer. So in part three, I I wouldn't use that. I would use will or going to, right? So Aubrey, I'm going to ask you a question, all right? All right. Yep. Do you think cities will be safer in the future? Absolutely. Uh, it will be less dangerous to live in an urban area in the future because people will be more thoughtful about each other. Crime will go down. Um, <laughs> there, there will be peace and harmony in all the, all the world. That's my goal. All That's the my world. hope. <laughs> So notice, guys, that um, even even regarding grammar, like it's really important to have teachers like us who will tell you exactly the truth of how native speakers say these things so you can use them correctly and appropriately on your exam. Because if you want a seven or higher in speaking or writing, guys, you have to sound more like a native, right? And the rules today, guys, these are all the rules you need to sound native when you're talking about the future. So simplify your life, guys. Only practice these rules and you will succeed by getting that seven or higher. Um, Let's do an example for academic writing task one. What is a sentence that um, a student could, could write in that essay? So if you got that chart I was talking about with cereal, right? Um, you could say the quantity of cereal purchased in the United States will drastically increase from 3 million tons in 2020 to 8 million tons in 2026. Or instead of will increase, right, you could use, like Jessica said, is predicted to increase, is forecast to increase. We have so much good vocabulary in the writing modules of Three Keys IELTS. You guys need to come check it out if you haven't already signed up, allyoursenglish.com slash keys, and then you can get all the strategies you need, all those template sentences to be able to write high-scoring essays. 
Okay, and guys, we have a little bonus tip for you today as well, um, because we'll going to, we got it, right? We understand how to use these things and where to use them on the exam, um, because we just told you. But you know what else? There is sort of a fancy tense that we usually wouldn't talk about because it is rare, but... We're going to talk about this complicated tense today because we think it could be very useful on your IELTS speaking exam. Because you may be asked about your future goals, your plans, right, for work or personal life or these sort of bigger dreams, maybe a, a trip you want to take, something like that. So the future progressive or the future continuous tense, guys, this is very useful. So for example, if I'm talking about a trip I want to take in the future or that I've already planned to take in the future, um, how could I talk about that, Aubrey? Yeah, you could say, I will be sipping margaritas by the pool this time next week in Puerto Vallarta because I'm planning <laughs> to go there, right? So you're using for future progressive or future continuous, you're saying, I will be, and then the gerund, the verb ing, right? I will be eating tacos at a taco stand in Mexico next Thursday. Yeah, so I like it, like having this qualifying time phrase, by this time next week, by this time next year. So if you guys remember that phrase, right, and always use it with the future continuous. Um, and then also, like, guys, let's get motivated. Think about your life after IELTS, because you're not learning English just for the IELTS exam, right? IELTS is the key to unlocking your future dreams. It's not the end of the studies. It's not your final goal. No, it's just one step on the way to your ultimate goals. So if you're describing these bigger dreams and your plans in life to the examiner, you could say something like, in five years or five years from now, I will be living my dream life, right? And then give details about that. In Canada, in England, uh, going to Cambridge, whatever your dreams are. Yeah, I can I, see that coming yeah. up on the speaking test too. If they say, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" Totally. Potentially, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, guys, come back to the blog again. This is episode eight six seven. Um, and in the comment section, I want to see you guys use the future continuous and tell us where you will be in five years. What will you be doing? in five years, right? After IELTS, right? Assuming you get the scores, what will you be doing? Um, and to make sure you get those scores, guys, never miss an episode of IELTS Energy. Subscribe now. Hit subscribe in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you are listening right now. Hit subscribe, guys. Three new episodes every single week. Yes. Thanks for joining um, us today and definitely subscribe if you haven't yet. Jessica, thanks for uh, chatting with me today. My pleasure. It was super fun. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.